Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, episode number 33. We're going to talk about the difference between a spark and connection today. Before we dive in, just a little life update. Jason and I are going to go to um, California for the holiday weekend, which should be fun. It makes me a little bit nervous, if I'm honest, to go. His friend, he has good, good friends in La Jolla, California. And while it's always good to visit them, the last couple times I've gone, not kidding, I've ended, up, I've ended up sick, like with a weird, strange bug. Like one time it felt like, like a 24-hour flu and then a couple years later like ended up like food poisoning or something. It was awful. <laughs> I'm sort of nervous going this time. So fingers crossed for me, send some prayers and love that I will be healthy and fine and everything will be great. Because it's really crappy going there and wanting to have a good time. And I'm like totally sick. Anyways, so that's a little life update for us. I'm like sitting here pausing thinking if there's anything else, but I don't think so. Anyways, there has always been a great debate in the minds of single women. (laughs) I'm saying it dramatically for a reason. We all think dating is like so serious. We're like, oh, It's so serious. I have to find my person. I'm like, y'all, it's just dating. This is not brain surgery. No one's going to die. We're all going to be okay. Love is plentiful. So like, let's sit in a grass field flowers and just meditate. I'm kidding. But there's a great debate. Do I have to choose between a man I'm attracted to and the one who treats me better than anyone else I've ever been with that I may not be attracted to? And I wanted to say that this is just a confused thought. I don't mean to downplay you or to sound degrading. That's not it at all. I'm saying, I'm going to explain what's happening, but it's just a confusion. What I want you all to know is you will 100% be attracted to the man you're going to be with. Unless you decide you don't need that. But if you want both, my dear... You can have both. I had a really tough conversation with a client recently. She was dating a guy who gave her all the feels. The spark, the chemistry, asked her a ton of serious questions that women normally ask. And then he just ended it. And she's like, how could I be so wrong? But she wasn't wrong. He gave her all the signs to keep giving him her time. He did all of the things and some a little bit more that she was used to experiencing, which is why I believe she attracted him. But where she was confused was about the feeling. You see, we search for that chemistry, that feeling of a spark. It's like euphoria. Thinking it's right. I think I've talked about this on another podcast. When in reality, statistics have shown that that feeling that she was experiencing leads to the same exact place where the relationship goes nowhere. About a year before I met Jason, I had the exact same situation. I dated a guy who did 
all of the things she explained, charming, caring, showed up for me. We talked about the future. I literally thought I was going to be with him forever, ladies. (laughs) I have a human brain too, a female brain. And then he just disappeared. That was the last lesson though that I needed. Every guy I dated where the emotions were that high led me to the same place. I was creating and allowing my own insanity. And I realized that my future relationship might feel completely different than I have ever had. Which means I just had to be willing to feel different things while I was dating and not determine if they are right or wrong. When I told her that the feelings she'll have will be different from what she's had in the past, she automatically thought, well, isn't that settling? And I get where she's coming from. I had the same thought. If it's not that feeling of chemistry and spark and euphoria, logically to me, any other feeling except for that feels like settling. And this is where the confusion lies. Our mind arrives to the conclusion that it's going to be settling because we, that's what we've experienced. We've experienced euphoria and we've experienced convincing ourselves to be with somebody. And that feels like settling. Because we've had both of experiences, our brain can identify that that's, what's gonna, that's what it's going to be. Because it stored it in our brain as memory and all of those things. But because we've never experienced the feeling that you're going to have with your person one day, It can't conceive of it as a possibility. Do you see what I'm saying? We can only conceive of things that we've experienced. So like when I ask my clients really hard questions, they feel stupid that they don't have the answers. But I'm like, no, 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 don't feel stupid. You've never forced yourself to come up with an answer to something like this before. It's not that you don't have the answer. It's the same thing. It's not that you won't experience a completely different feeling and it include attraction And it includes being with somebody that you know is going to treat you right. But because you haven't experienced that, your brain can't conceive of it. And so anything that is not euphoria or settling, anything that's not euphoria is settling in our mind. Do you get what I'm saying? I think you get it. And so here's what I want you to know. No one is going to force you to settle. It's your choice. This is why I tell every client, don't put so much focus on attraction. You will be attracted to your person. You wouldn't be with somebody you're not attracted to. So then the solution becomes figuring out what's holding you back from having both the man who treats you amazing, who you also be attracted to, and letting the definition of attraction be flexible. Okay? I believe you can be attracted to somebody. The spark and connection piece is coming, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) I believe that you can be attracted to somebody and not have any of those other types of emotions, right? I believe that when we experience those emotions, I've talked about this in another podcast, we're simply just identifying and defining it as attraction. But I actually don't think logically it's attraction, I think we're having that feeling because they're familiar and there's this energy that we sense from them. I don't think it physically has anything to do with the way that they look. Here's how I know this, okay? I went on on a date with this guy that was totally not my type initially. And I called him Field and Stream. He was he fished. That's pretty much all he did. 
he worked and he fished and he was obsessed with it. And so I, you know, I don't fish at all. And I thought, how could this work out? When I first met him, he seemed like a very like mousy guy. You know, he didn't seem very assertive. He seemed very quiet. He seemed very like passive. And I was like, great, like this is not going to be an exciting date. Well, he drastically proved me wrong. He didn't just prove me wrong. But then when he kissed me, we had the best chemistry. It is the strangest thing. He was not somebody that I would notice walking down the street. He had attractive features. He had like nice eyes. He dressed really well. He was tall. He got, he had great hair. Um, he took care of himself. Like, but he wasn't like super fit or in shape. He was by no means any style of the type of guy I would normally date. But the chemistry was insane. I was not super attracted to him. Our chemistry was insane. Do you get what I'm saying? That's why I don't believe that chemistry and spark equal attraction. I think you can be attracted and not have those feelings. And it's kind of like we're just getting confused and we're just identifying it as attraction. So what I'm going to help you do today is define the difference. We're going to define the difference between a spark and connection. I believe connection is when you want to get to know each other. You get each other. You vibe off each other. You know, you meet a woman and you just have that connection with them. You vibe off each other. You just get this sense of like, I could be your friend. It's like that. That's connection. You also have a desire to be around that person more. You are somewhat attracted to them. But it's not the same type of attraction that you had before. You can be attracted, like I said, without attraction. Okay? Or what we define as attraction. And I want to just preface this by saying that in the first three dates, maybe you're not super attracted. Like you're like, yeah, they're kind of like, I could see how they'd be good looking. Like, ladies, I met Jason. I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. It's not fair if I don't. Right? And he knows. Like, Jason knows what I'm about to say. I love this man with all of my being. But, like, I met him and he had receding dreadlocks. To say that I was not enthralled with attraction in the beginning stages is an understatement. I was like, yeah, okay. I guess he's more attractive than I thought he was when we sat down to talk. You're also curious to get to know more about him. That's connection. I was curious to be around Jason more. There was a drawing to him. I wanted to see him again. Connection also turns into attraction. Now, a spark is like a chemical high. It's what's going on physically in your body. You guys might talk all day. It feels like the day's spinning. You love this feeling. I love this feeling. You might find yourself getting anxious if you will or won't hear from him again. Spark is like a buzz. It's very fun. It's exciting. It's thrilling, right? When we talk about wanting to be excited with dating, we, we're talking about wanting this feeling. Now, does this mean you need to run for the hills when you get a spark? Not necessarily, depending on where you're at in life. I definitely got to the place in life where I was just over it. I knew where, where it was going to end up. I so desperately wanted to be attracted and to have attraction in my relationship, but I was like, I in no means want it to be a spark in chemistry the way that I the way that it was before. So I'm gonna say 
be more intentional. Like if you find someone and you have that euphoria feeling with them, don't talk all day. Don't make assumptions about where it's going. Proceed with caution. (laughs) Stand back, watch what happens. Be flattered that someone is engaging with you, but don't get on his roller coaster. His roller coaster is like he's going to do big gestures. He's going to want to talk all day. He's going to say big gestures. He's going to say how amazing you are and what a catch you are and only knowing you one day. Let them be big and be all that romantic gestures while also standing on the sidelines and just watching. You still call the shots. You still create boundaries. You don't see him multiple times a week. Because if you get on his roller coaster, you have no security of what's going to happen. And that's when we end up hurt and frustrated and hopeless and feeling like we can't trust men. But really, we just can't trust ourselves because we created no boundaries around what was happening. Now, if you're at a place in life where you're like, no, 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 I'm done with those feelings. My encouragement and your next step is going to be to have a willingness for attraction to feel different. So you're just going to go explore your feelings. You're going to explore what something could feel like. You're going to explore that I can be attracted and have attraction without that piece of it, without the spark and the chemistry and the euphoria. I can have attraction and it just feel like something different, right? It's kind of like I can lose weight and it feel different this time. Maybe it's not so restrictive. Maybe it's not so pressure filled. Maybe it has more love. I can experience different things and allow it to give me a, the same, like a result that I want. So what it comes down to, ladies, is you don't have to choose one over the other. You can have the man who treats you well that you're also attracted to. How fun is that? But the first feeling that you get might feel different. And I just want to ask you, can you be okay with that? When I met Jason, I did not feel butterflies or excitement. I was like, I want to talk to you more. That was it. I like talking to you. You're stimulating me. Maybe the next time I see you, I might be a little more attracted. I was attracted to the point to the fact that he wouldn't, he would put me in my place. He like had no problem busting my balls about something or giving me a hard time. That was attractive. That energy was attractive. I was like, all right, that's enough attractive feelings that I would want to see you again. Okay. But there was no euphoria. It was calm and peaceful and grounded. And it was just like, yeah. It's a good, solid decision that I want to see you again. So my encouragement is you can either keep the spark in chemistry and end up in the same place. If it's worked for you, you're probably not listening to this podcast. (laughs) But if it hasn't worked for you and you still can't give up the idea that that won't be there, that's okay. Just have some guidelines around it. And if you're just tired of that feeling not leading to the direction that you want it to go in, explore what attraction and attractiveness could feel like. I hope that made sense for you guys. I hope it's helpful. Please share this podcast. Rate and review if you have not yet. It is extremely helpful for me. That's all for today. And I'll see you guys next week. 
Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at thekennarenee.co.